0: All
1: right. Hello and welcome to yet another episode. I have got little John and little Sean with us here today. What's up, guys? What's going on? What up, um, John? So I got to tell you guys a funny story real yeah. fast. Yeah? Have you guys ever done a semen uh, supplement or test? Or given uh, like no. a... No? <laughs> I so <haven't>. I, got, <laughs> I got a vasectomy. Uh, I
2: don't think I have.
1: i got a vasectomy three months ago and they require you to come in and uh give tests so they can look at it underneath the microscope to make sure that you uh you don't got any little tadpoles in there and it's funny because the (laughs) place that i went in um you know she gives me the little cup she takes me in the room and she says hey hey here you go and then you know <laughs> I pretty much drop my drawers and then she opens the door again. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, but I forgot to give you the lube. So <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. you she give
2: any kind of reading material? Or you gotta look it up on your own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've gotta look it up on your own. And something else <laughs> that was like kind of kind of just really sucked was uh it was really, really cold in the room, like freezing. <laughs>
2: So Good I'm man. in there trying yeah. to give a sample.
1: <laughs> this chick comes back in, and it's extremely cold. And uh, <laughs> literally took me like 25 minutes to to give them what they needed, but uh, we got it done. So yeah, One, hey, here, you you know,
2: congratulations! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've not got a phone call Hello. back about my test results yet, but I'm sure it's going to be coming soon.
0: Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> that
2: would suck so bad. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I made an intro for this podcast. Do you guys want to hear
2: it? Yeah.
1: yeah. Nah, just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear a man, yeah, man sound.
1: Nah, we're still... We're, we're, that's still in the works. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's kind of hard. You can either like pay someone to make like a little 15-minute clip for you, or you can uh, just kind of make up your own, but... Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm so confused on that. We'll we'll get that figured out later though. Oh <laughs>
0: nice. yeah.
1: So today we've got a very interesting story. Let's let's jump into it. Um This story is crazy. It is just the more research that I've done on it, it just keeps blowing my mind. And uh also something else too. I don't even know if this information is correct because where this happened was out in the middle of freaking nowhere absolutely nothing for miles and miles and miles and so it's pretty it's pretty hard to history is, is something happened people witnessed it and someone wrote it down this story yeah. is there's just so few people and it's out in the middle of nowhere that just a lot of information about it. it's just not really uh recorded huh. so when doing research it's kind of like I had to jump around on a lot of different stuff to try to find information just because there's just not a lot out there. So today we're going to be talking about a cult or the start of a cult that eventually came to an end. So we're going to jump in. This is called The Vampires of Mexico. Nice. I don't have any suspenseful music. So I'm, I'm feeling a little
2: spooked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> one night in May,
1: 1963. Not just kidding. I can't do that. Okay, one <laughs> night. Uh, sometime in May. They don't even remember the exact day. That's how good this information was written down. So sometime in May in 1963, a young boy, a young local boy was just kind of out playing by his village, in his village, there was a bunch of these like caves that were just on the outsides, and he's out there just playing in the caves, and it starts getting dark and uh the boy he was fourteen years old, and his name was Sebastian Guerrero. I am not very good at rolling my rs, and so if I butcher some people's names during this podcast, I apologize but uh so his name's Sebastian Guerrero he's out playing he's fourteen years old, just kind of playing up in the hills by his village and it's not even a village. This village is teeny. It's it's it, it it's literally just 20 different families or 25 different families and just just farmland, just a just a little teeny community of people. So he's out playing in the hills and then he sees it's getting dark and he starts seeing all these lights and he's just like, "What? Like what's going on? What's going on? Curiosity killed the cat." So he starts making his way over to where the these caves are where he sees all this light coming from. And when he gets closer and closer to see, to get a little peek of what's going on, he peeks into the entrance of this cave, and what he sees just makes his heart start rushing like crazy. He sees a bunch of naked people just walking around, pretty much just having a big, massive orgy. And they're passing around these gauntlets, or or like a cup, or not a gauntlet, but like 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 a cup, it has a red substance goblet. and they're all, or a goblet, yeah, a goblet. They're all passing around this, this cup and they're all drinking from it. And it's dark outside. So he can only see the reflection of the fire, but he sees that they' They've got, they're covered in red. And then he sees this crazy ass lady standing over this dead body, holding up a human heart, just cackling and screaming and dancing around the fire. And everyone's just laughing and having a jolly old time. And so he immediately goes into to panic mode. In this little town, they don't have... It's not even a town. You know, this little town, little farm place. He starts panicking, so he starts running. And it says that he runs 25 kilometers. And if you transfer that over, it's about 15 miles to the next little town or little village.
0: Good laws, man.
1: So he runs to the, the police station there. And he's panting like pra- crazy. He's panting like crazy. And he's like, there's vampires. There's people drinking blood. There's this crazy stuff. And... And the police are just like, like this guy's crazy. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, people don't drink blood. People don't do that. And so the boy leaves, and uh, nothing really happens. The next day, the police are like, "Hey, let's let's get the army involved, and let's go over to this other village and see what's going on." The boy completely disappears. I don't even know where he is. He just he just dips. He comes and reports to the police, and he just dips. So they go over to this village, or this little teeny farm town, and when they start going over to it, the people start throwing rocks and start pulling out like guns and they start fighting the police and there's like a big shootout where, you know, if you're if you're like in the army and someone's shooting at you, what do you do? You shoot back, right? So there's a shootout, you know, quite a few people die, and um, they end up going to up to where these caves are. And uh, it's absolutely disgusting what they find. They just find a dead body with the organs removed, cut out of the chest. There's blood all over the wall. So, you know, they do this big investigation, and this is where our story's going to end. And then we're going to rewind back and uh, find out how all this all started and how this all happened. But it's pretty crazy. If you get on Google and you look up the vampires of Mexico or crazy blood cults, Mm-hmm. The name that is going to pop up, and like I said, I might butcher this again, but it's Magdalena Soles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was the lady. That sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. Magdalena better, Soles. better
2: Spanish
0: than
1: <laughs> So... <clears throat> Sorry, I just lost my full train of thought for for a minute. So if you Google search this this Colt, this is the name that's going to pop up. And so if we rewind if we rewind back to where it started, there was two brothers um that were kind of going or so so where this happened is it is in a very if you look it up it's called Tamalupas. And if you look it up on Google Maps, so you guys know what the United States looks like, correct? Yeah. So, you know how Texas comes down and has, like, this little, like, lip thing at the top, right? Mm Uh-huh. So, if you come... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you know where McAllen is?
0: McAllen? No.
1: McAllen Mission or whatever. So, if you come south of there and then a little bit west, there's a mountain range right there. And the town that this happened in is your, your Babuena? And it's literally right there. But this happened back in the '60s, and some just just at the time. I'm sure the population was really small. But this is pretty much the general area of where this happened. This is a very small uh, farm, little village that we were talking about, just below Texas, south a little bit east, right next to that big mountain range right there. It's kind of it's in the state of. Uh, like I said, I cannot cannot pronounce any of these words. But the the Tam. Alupas State or wherever that is. So just it's just south of south of Texas, okay? Uh-huh. <clears throat> so there's these two brothers. They were they were known as the Martinez brothers. Um and what they were doing is they were going around Mexico and they were just they were just con artists. They'd go around, they'd con people for money, um, still You know, food, guns, horses, whatever. They they're just really, 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 really good at their craft of being con artists. And what they would do is they'd go into cities or or towns or villages, and they they tried to avoid the bigger places because, obviously, police and law enforcement. But they were really, really good at, like, side-of-hand tricks and um, pretty much just deceiving people. You know, the whole trick of, like, there's nothing in my hands, and whoop, oh, there's a quarter or there's a peso. Right. And uh <laughs> I don't know, doing the research on this, like I don't I don't know how people believe this stuff. <laughs> if someone came into your town and said, Hey, look, I can make money appear out of anywhere, would you just immediately think that they're a god and start worshiping them?
0: I mean, maybe okay. back in the uh, day, but no.
1: <laughs> so like education super <laughs> is just super <laughs> important, but the so the, these Guerrero brothers is they would convince they would convince people that they were, like, prophets. They'd go around. They would con people out of money. And they would also tell people that, like, don't pay your tithing to the church. Pay your tithing to us because we're the prophets. And so <laughs> they're trying to avoid some heat. So they go to this little teeny town. And uh, they start conning people here. And same thing, doing, like, the little quarter tray or peso tricks making money appear, doing side of hands, continuously building the people's trust. And then they started doing like the typical thing where believe in us, and if you don't believe in us, then you're like shamed, outcast the people that wouldn't believe. There were some people in the town that had some speculation um, that like, hey, these guys aren't prophets. And then the Martinez brothers would be like, hey, this guy's talking smack on us. We want you guys to all mug this dude and beat him up teach him a lesson. So... Sorry, I'm I'm horrible at cutting you guys off. So if you guys are going to talk, just go for it and I'll be quiet. <laughs>
2: no, you're good. You're listening to a story. Yep. Story time means quiet time.
1: So continuing on. So they're, they're, they're conning people. They're conning people. But they also got to the point where they were convincing people to give them like their young girls for sex. So they'd take these girls, they'd rape them, and then they would turn around and sell them into uh, human trafficking, the sex trade. Pretty sad, pretty gross what people will do to take advantage of people. But this is how these people were surviving, or the Martinez brothers were surviving, how they were uh, pretty much making their money. So they go to this town, the small town that we're talking about. And um, they go in and they convince a bunch of the people. Some of the people are spect- spectacle. They start making like, oh, hey, go beat this guy up. Go beat this guy up. They eventually get to the point where they uh, have them giving their tithes and their money to them. And then they start thinking that people just aren't quite getting it. So they, d- they tell them that they're going to leave and that they're going to come back. So the Guerrero brothers leave. And they go over to another small little village. And there they find one of the girls that they had sex trafficked off, and this is the Magdalena Solace chick. And Magdalena Solace, she was just a really, you know, young girl that grew up in absolute poverty and uh became a, a sex worker at a very young age and then was, you know, sold off into to human trafficking, the sex trade, pretty much. Damn. And they pretty much made an agreement with her. That if she came back and pretended to be this prophet, that they would give her as much marijuana as she wanted and as many pesos as she wanted. So, Magdalena <laughs> decides. Yeah, yeah, drugs, of course, dude. Hey, all you have to do <laughs> is pretend to be a prophet and you get all the weed you want. What do you think, John? <laughs> Seriously?
2: That's all That's all it takes?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I was that years ago. <laughs> so she comes back and uh they somehow set up this like i'm not really sure how they did it because like i said there's this story there's just not a lot of information on it but they pretty much waited until it was sunset and i don't know if they like threw like bags of flour to make like a cloud of dust or something but uh pretty much magdalena solace came out and told everyone like i am the prophet and i have returned and the Martinez brothers are like, look, see, she's back. We told you. You have to believe us now. We told you. Blah, 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 blah. And so this Magdalena Solace chick, uh, she believed that she was a reincarnate. She she told people that she believed that she was a reincarnation of an Aztec god. Huh. And so what she would do is, you know, obviously you're running a scam. You don't know everything. You don't know everything about being a god, so what do you do? You go find books. You got to go educate yourself so you know what to do and what to say. Right. So this Magdalena Solis, she got she got a hold of some Aztec books that had some Aztec rituals in them. And in those Ag-Tec, Aztec rituals, what were they doing? They were cutting people's heads off. They were cutting their hearts out. And they were drinking their blood because there was the belief that if you drink blood, you will have youth, prosperity, yada yada yada. Right. So they just continue to brainwash these people over and over and over. Um and they just they eventually get to a point where they convince people that it is truly a holy or honorable thing to to give yourself to this 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 prophet. And so this cave system on the side of town, what they would do is they'd go up there and they'd pretty much just have these massive orgies. And then during (laughs) these orgies, they'd tie someone down. While they were still living, just like in the Aztec books, they would cut a living person's heart out and, you know, pour the blood in a goblet, pass it around, drink it, everyone would dance, get drunk as fuck, you know.
0: Some Pretty. Indiana Jones stuff going on right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Kalima. you
2: know? So, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Okay. So I'm only, dr- sorry.
1: They're drinking the blood. They're <laughs> killing people. And uh, then the whole thing with Sebastian where he ended up, you know, finding them and then running and telling them to the police. So, when Sebastian went and saw the cave where he saw them doing this at, there was two dead victims there. But after the army and the police showed up and did an investigation, they found that they had killed about 15 to 16 people doing these blood rituals. Damn. So, I'm this would like go on for many, a while, then, yeah.
2: Correct. Was there that many corpses there, or just uh, different types of evidence places of for bones, blood, or like what... Uh, the, the evidence, bones, okay.
1: bones, bones. And then, you know, after, after they like drink their blood and stuff, obviously you just leave them in the corner to rot or whatever. I don't know. Move to a new cave. Like <laughs> I said, like I said, like, like this happened and you know, it's not like there's a lot of people that wrote about it. Like this is like a story that's, it's hard to find information on. So, oh, and by the way, the, the Hernandez brothers, one's name's Luis and the other, or the other one's names, uh, elisiar sorry i didn't i didn't say that earlier but uh so yeah okay. so so they find 16 bodies so rewind to where i cut the story off before the army comes they find the cave they find all this blood and all this crazy shit that's happened and uh they come back they they come to the village and they're asking around like where's this prophet where is Magdalena? and they're like oh she's over there well when they found her and uh the brothers, they were all high as a fucking kite. Like they had gone, they had done all their ritual shit, crazy night of partying, orgies and shit. And then they came back and was like totally fucking wasted on on just smoked a bunch of weed. And they were just a little uh just a little barn they were chilling by is where they found them. One of the oh. brothers got up and started running away, and uh, the police ended up shooting him right then and there. But uh, Magdalena and uh, the other brother got uh, arrested, and they don't even know if they're in jail anymore. Like, this story just doesn't have the information. Some some think that she died in jail. Some think that, you know, maybe she got let out. Like, literally, there's just no information. That's how wow. the story is. So, if this story is true, I'm assuming it's true because there's a lot of information on it. But it's just, there's just not a lot of information because... Who who the hell was writing the story down? Who recorded it? You know what I mean,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I I know you said earlier in the story uh, what when this took place, uh, but could you remind me what year it was again?
1: It was it was 1962, is when 1962. Guerrero, is when Guerrero the the 14 year old boy, um, went and found him in the cave. So this this was probably started probably like in the 50s, right? Yeah. So just lack of technology, you know, they didn't have emails, cell phones, all that stuff back then. But, like, it wasn't even a village. You know, most, to, to be considered a, a city, you have, like, a post office. Like, even back in the day, you know, you had, like, the Pony Express. Um, right, yeah. There's just all these, I like...
0: I feel like Hispanic jails like that are not exactly up to date with a lot of stuff either, you know what I mean? Like, getting information and whatnot. Yeah. Probably a lot harder to transfer over.
1: So then, like, the other thing, too, if it's not a, if it's not a town, like, they don't have, like, a, a courthouse or, or a jail or anything. Like, they did not have none of this stuff. There's this just a bunch of farmers that live down in the middle of freaking nowhere.
0: Right, yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But... No,
1: no, no, you're good. No, I want you guys to interrupt because this is me telling you guys a story. You guys, you know, give your thoughts, opinions, whatever. So pretty much the, uh, the Hernandez brother and her was arrested. The other one got shot because he tried to run away and uh like i said yeah they don't they don't even know what happened um they don't know if she she died in jail or if she got out or what but uh all they know is they found you know 14 to 15 bodies or no 15 to 16 bodies and uh this is the information that was reported so pretty much uh a a coal a blood drinking you know aztec worshiping um con artist just it's just crazy
0: yeah that is nuts it had been going on for a while too, for 15 to 16 bodies to just here they are. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> right, funny you, story or right, yeah. go, go John, go for it.
2: I just want to go back. So like when the, the army came back into town, so pretty much if, if you weren't with the, uh, the Guerrero's and, and Martine, everyone pretty much left. So that's why they were getting fired upon is because they're all part of this cult in that little town. Pretty much. They were kind of thinking.
1: like So, so like, like, like I was the, saying earlier. The whole town. So, so they said that the population of this town was probably 20 to 30. Very, very small. Pretty much just a bunch of farmers. And the Guerreros, um, the manipulating cult leaders that they were, anyone that would oppose them, like, you believe this, this is right, and if you don't believe this, then they would convince the other members that did believe to go and, like, harass and, and beat these people up, you know, publicly shame them, so they would want to follow the cult. Gotcha. And and yes, when they I'm the police and the army, for sure. <laughs> when, the, when the police and the army did come over, they started fighting because you know, if 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 you believe your cults, you know, true and correct, and all of a sudden the police going to show up, you're going to fight for your cult, right? Like because you're just so brainwashed, so uneducated.
2: Right. Yeah
1: so many cults over the
2: years yeah it's so much brainwashing going on and
1: so if you get people on Google, can't think for themselves oh for sure Well, you think about it they're farmers they're obviously not like learning I, I don't know like you know agriculture what else do you know you know what I mean like
2: that's crazy uh, man. I'm a farmer
1: <laughs> just kidding So if you get on Google And you Google search What a cult is Guess what pops up Within the so, first three links What? The Mormon church No, I'm just kidding <laughs> No, it <laughs> is It is <laughs> Oh my. So, So there was a yeah, study absolutely. that was done And pretty much If an organization has these seven things It is considered a cult Number 1 is opposed critical thinking. So you know, okay. if you don't agree with it, then shame on you or oh, you you have an open mind? Shame on you. You're not allowed to think any other way but this way. Crazy. Step Or so number 2 is isolating members and penalizing them for leaving. So having them beat up for not believing You're a yeah, um, definitely
2: have a lot of other stories of that, that same thing. Almost the, almost all the cults you hear about. Number three. Isolation is definitely one of the big ones.
1: Yeah. And that's a, that's the same thing, too. Like, if everyone in your village believes it, like, where else do you go, you know? Right, yeah. Number three is emphasizing special doctrines outside of scripture. So kinda of like I'm the prophet and whatever I say goes and if you disagree with that, then you're an apostate. Right. Number yeah. four is seeking inappropriate or seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. It's kinda of like the F L D S. Inappropriate. It's been in the news. Yeah. Kind of like uh, oh, I'm gonna have sex with you because that's what Jesus wants me to do, you know.
0: Right.
2: God said, let's get it on.
1: Number five is dishonoring the family unity. Got to stick with the family. You got to stick with the club. You can't dishonor us. You can't go around and tell everyone our secrets. (laughs) Number six is crossing biblical boundaries of behavior, aka virtual sexual purity and personal ownership. And then seven is separation from the church. Those are seven key factors. If uh, something someone tells you that or if that's the belief system, uh, it is considered a cult. Interesting.
2: You have to have a certain amount out of that seven, right? Like it doesn't have to be every single one of them, but I think it had to be like between three to four of those. You can actually be considered a cult, I thought.
1: Um the study that I found um it's by a psychologist psychologist named bickle, last name dr Bickle and uh, these are just his seven yeah
2: that name sounds familiar,
1: huh but yeah, I don't know so that's today's that that's today's story folks
0: that's pretty awesome, huh pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I went ahead and Googled that uh, Magdalena Solis, man. Uh, you know, as you were telling me the story, just kind of get a visual of, of her, man. And, so uh,
1: that picture. So there's there's two pictures of her that uh-huh. you can look up on the Internet. And, Sean, by looking at her pictures, does she look like a crazy cultist?
0: I mean, yeah, this, this lady looks like, I don't know, kind of like uh, that lady off of Misery, the Stephen King movie. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. A little bit like her. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she definitely looks like she got the crazy in her eye. That's for sure.
1: So yeah, there's two pictures. There's one of her that, that's like a little bit younger, and then there's another one that's a little bit older. And uh, right. like she low key to me, like I don't know. Pictures, a picture, a picture's a thousand words. So when I look at right. that, the first thing that pops into my head is like, "Don't sample the food that's being made, or I'm gonna beat your ass with a wooden spoon."
2: <laughs> right.
1: And second is, yes, she does have the crazy in her eyes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I'll have to look it up, but, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that that concludes today's story. Thanks for hopping in. Hope everyone enjoyed. um, Good job. See you guys next time. All right.